is an independent podcast. Each week, we hear stories from the food lovers, misfits, and wanderers that make this community one of the best places to eat and drink. To support us, please visit www.patreon.com slash heardthepodcast. Well, hello there, sir. Hello, love. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm pretty good. Well, better now. Yep. It's always by this. Beautiful it's, to it, see it, you. It's always by about this this <laughs> this time on a Wednesday. Yep. I feel feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Plus, I'm in our podcast in general, getting into it yep. you know, with you. Uh, I yep. consider myself lucky. And we have uh, my my brother-in-arms here, uh, <laughs> Alex uh, Jacobson, with us uh, from Wisco's and also, you know, my, my roommate, my flatmate. Yeah. My flatmate. My flatmate. Yeah. Flat yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we'll start you off with the uh, the usual first question, which is, uh, what was your first service industry job, I guess? Um, I was probably about 15. Uh, my uncle was running the Viking golf course in Strum, and I washed dishes. And that was uh, that was a very interesting time in life. Uh, I learned a lot of um, Spanish words that I probably shouldn't say ever. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it was great. That's yeah. where I started my love for the industry. Yeah, I remember you telling me um, where were you working with the you can't eat prime rib anymore. Oh, so um, for a long time uh, I worked at Florian Gardens. Um, I worked. I was a server. I worked in the kitchen. I did setup, and I was probably about. 19 maybe 20 and we did prime rib for like the whole summer it was like it was felt like it was three months of prime rib and we had like prime ribs like all the time and they made like uh it was a beef stroganoff with prime rib which was really good but i like i can't i haven't eaten prime rib in probably like over <laughs> yeah. 10 years i just can't do it anymore yeah well, just, that was that was enough for you yeah, yeah. that's it was fair just too much yeah. that's fair it's yeah. good it's just i I can't do it anymore. Oh, yeah. yeah no that's fair oh yeah i think yep. uh, i would say the same there's a i just switch because Hands down, I, I love I, I and I and I still eat it, but I love the pork belly here at Cranky. Mm-hmm. But oh, I for about yeah for about four days a week the first the first couple of weeks that's all I got was the pork belly mac and cheese, which is phenomenal. But one day I came in, I'm like, I need, I'm going to ruin this if I don't stop. <laughs> if I don't stop yeah. gorging yeah. the pork yeah. belly, so I got to order something else off the menu, yeah. and, and not for lack of wanting it. But I, I just ended up. Still getting the mac and cheese, but with chorizo instead. Yep. It's I do, funny that you say that because I will walk to the back and Tyler knows. I'll grab um, I go a small plate and I will grab a glove. <laughs> I already know what's going. <laughs> and sometimes I can just peek through the line and look at Tyler like eye to eye and then just show him I have a little plate and he just he'll just grab it for me and it's pork it's just one pork belly please and I don't know what it is about I don't know if it's that it, it's I know when it comes off the smoker I I don't know what it, I you yeah. know I know Intuition. where it comes from it, it yeah, yeah. You're, there's just something about that pork fat man you're honed but in you're honed I, in yeah no I hear you with the prime rib though um I started my service industry experience as a dishwasher and water filler-upper and garlic (laughs) bread distributor um, at my uncle's restaurant. And uh, even I got tired of prime rib. 
yeah. at that point. Oh, to yeah. the point where I won't, <laughs> won't go near it. And it's it's beautiful. It's great. And people have very strong opinions about what's oh, yeah. cooked and what's not. Especially and what, in Wisconsin. Especially, yeah. in, Wisconsin. especially well, in Wisconsin. Well, and it, 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 it's, it's a staple. It's a staple. They will eat, and they'll eat you alive if they, you know, if they don't go. So if, yep. if you order prime rib and they don't ask you any follow-up questions, yep. you know, you're, you're asking to get smacked. Yep. If you don't. They don't ask you how you want your prime rib. You better just leave the restaurant before they give you your plate. Yep. Because that is no joke. Yep. Or if you ask what color it should be. Oh, Boy, oh, will yeah. you start a debate. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I am ashamed to admit this, but the last place I had prime rib was, at, well, it's, now it's, what, seven wins, but was at LCO Casino. <laughs> I'm ashamed to admit that I, that I had to, but uh. they did have a guy cut you, well, hey, you, you went through the line and, you know, he cut, he cut your, your size, slice, yep. color, but I just, that and, oh, you can eat crab legs. Oh, at, at a <laughs> no, casino? Yeah, yeah. Heck yeah. No, I, I, uh, uh. I'm, I'm one of those, you know, so cowabunga it is type guys. <laughs> yeah, you know, we'll just, uh, we'll just take this risk and see if, yep. you know, see if I die or not. And uh, I'm still here, I guess, kind of. Mm-hmm. I think I left part of my soul, you know, the next the next day. But. I feel like you haven't lived, though, if you haven't had prime rib and endless crab legs at a casino. Yeah. Because even for I. 20, for yeah. $25. For 20, yeah, for, yeah, for, for twenty five ninety nine. Yeah, and that was yep. actually with, uh, and, and, and Alex knows them very well, but that was with Aaron and Kate West. Oh, oh yeah, I love this. Yeah, because we, we used to go up that way for the barstool races. And, uh, yeah, that was a staple as mm-hmm. we would go, we'd spend a couple hours at the casino the first night. and. And, uh, well, I would just lose money. But, <laughs> but Aaron would usually win something. Um, but, th- yeah, every time I was just like, oh, here comes that buffet again. There it is. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. It was worth worth the risk, I guess, at the time. <laughs> at the time. But it better better than nothing, I guess, kind of. What would you say, Alex, uh, was your uh, one of your most difficult uh, holidays you've ever worked? Ooh, that's a good one. Um well, I mean, over the years of working in... Or so co- consistently. Consistently, the hardest one? Okay. No, that's a, probably a better question. Um, uh, I mean, work-wise, probably Mother's Day is always really hard. Oh, gosh. It's always super busy. It's mm-hmm. super chaotic. Um, for the most part, the customers normally are really nice. Um, but, like, probably the most hardest one to work, which I always volunteer to work, so... Employees can always be home for stuff. It's probably Christmas. Yeah. Um, just not spending time with the kids. Yeah. Um, kind of sucks. But, you know, that's part of the service industry. It's part of the life. So, right. Yeah. You know. And you have two two wonderful boys. But, um, yeah, no, that's. Well, yeah, that's mother's, just, mother's Day would probably be, like, the yeah. most difficult because it's so, like, is it going to be all day? Is it just going to be in the morning? Is it going to be at lunchtime? Is it going to be after church? And then all right. of a sudden it starts and it's, like, all day and you're like, it's ten o'clock at night. I can't wait to get to bed. Yeah, yeah <laughs> which but, isn't a bad thing sometimes. No, so. no. I mean, and 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 like you had just mentioned earlier, you know, making sure everybody can go see their, their families. That's the difference between, you know, vets in the uh, in the service industry, you know, seasoned individuals, and people who you know, even if they've been doing it for years, haven't been doing it nearly as long as you or us. Uh, that it's not even a question. Like you know, I think I had, well, I had my first full Christmas off two years ago and that was and that was just like I didn't I still worked uh, Christmas Eve but I didn't have to work Christmas Day Mm because usually we we do Eve and then I would leave Eve um, 
at about three in the afternoon after setting up because we do our big benefit um and we do a bunch of charity work and drawings and raffles and then i would go to sock center minnesota and then we do the christmas eve kind of family stuff and then wake up the next day go to church with the grandparents and then i'd come back and open the bar by six and i go that was i couldn't remember the last time that i didn't have to do that and then <laughs> yeah. I, and you're looking at it and you just go yeah, yeah i assume it's not if i'm working it it's when and for how yeah. long yeah. yeah what time am i going to be done what time what? I, how long do i need to be here today mm-hmm. yeah. and then it's going to be how long am i going to be here it's not oh yeah what time am yeah. i done alex is my favorite person to uh like we were talking about earlier uh commiserate when it comes to well, the uh, the service industry because he works. <laughs> yes. All of us sitting at this table right now work, you know, long, hard, you know, often thankless hours, but it's it's got to get done. And you know, unfortunately, you know, the ones you got to do it are usually the ones, you know, who are who are actually passionate about what they right. do they'll still you'll still bitch about it but you're still guess yep. what you're still gonna wake up the next day and knock it out yep you know we have uh i have a couple people on staff that at one point in time worked at Wisco's. yeah yeah and i worked with a couple of them yeah. yep and i will tell you the story that i've heard now more often <laughs> than not okay <laughs> i mean i'm i mean I, there's probably some pretty good ones there not is. just from Wisco's, but yep yeah. um I have a I have an off uh, off podcast story to tell you. Don't let I me remind wait. I, you. I can't, I can't wait to hear it because uh, it's probably pretty good. I have some it's pretty great. interesting stories. So my favorite to date that I have heard more times than not is one of our servers. God love him, and he's so animated and he's so wonderful. <laughs> I know he's well, I love him too. Yep, he's and my favorite. yep, and he says he was just. Minding his own business at work, just trying to serve his tables and get through his shift. And somebody comes in to Wisco's with a bucket. Um, and, and it's all about location, right? So if you know where Wisco's is, you know what, uh, what is nearby Wisco's. And you could only imagine some of the yep. things that maybe God love the employees that work the there, regency. what they potentially have to deal regency, with. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. he says she came in with a bucket, empty bucket, and she says, Hey, I just want to let you know I'm just going to be collecting rocks outside. Sorry, this is a good story. And he says, "Wow, ma'am, you know we actually hired a landscaping company and paid a lot of money to to have it look nice out there. Please don't take our rocks. (laughs) Please, please leave the rocks there. Those aren't like free to the public rocks." Yeah, I will say, you know, that the fact that he, thinking on your toes like that, you know, just speaks volumes like in the service industry to just be like, a, yeah. what is going on moment to just like, yeah, and this is what I'm going to say to you. And it is the correct thing, but I just yes. spit it out of my mouth. Well, and this, this young man, God love him, comes from a landscaping <laughs> yeah. background yeah. because of his own family yeah. <laughs> and just knew. And, he, and when he tells the story, which he still tells the story today about having to tell people that those are not free to the public rocks that they were that was a land and then and then he'll say and if you don't know how expensive that decorative rock is i was very offended that people just think it's free (laughs) and he's so passionate about the rock story at wisco's that Uh, yeah 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 no i do remember that day that was a crazy day it yeah it was, it was yeah. yeah, there's been some pretty yeah. interesting things. He says oh. she came in with her empty bucket. just And she was ready just to look for the best rock. She yeah. like, It was like, you know, there's, what, 
couple thousand different kind of rocks, and she was looking for the best rocks to fill her bucket, and she wanted that. And that sometimes yeah. you're just like, oh, man, I don't want to crush that soul. But at the same time, you're like, please, don't take those really expensive yeah. rocks. Yeah, I was going to let you know that I'm going to be out here taking rocks. <laughs> yeah. Man, do I have to section you? We are had you, to pay for those rocks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, on the unfortunate side, and this does not, they do wonderful things for wonderful people mm-hmm. at the community table. But um, the unfortunate side is you get some people who are not so wonderful. Um, and it's incredibly close to, uh, to you know, the hilltop as well as, well as the elbow room. And, and, you know, just about any place downtown, I guess. Absolutely. But we're, but we're direct. I remember this guy comes in, and it is, like, mid-July and it is hot and super humid. Walks in, says, I just want to cool off for a bit. But he's wearing, and I'm not kidding, three jackets. Yep. And he's like, I just want to cool off for a while. And I go, here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I, go, I go, I'm sorry. Like, we can't, like, you can stay in here for five minutes, but I'm going to give you a, a glass of water to take with you. Um, but maybe, you know, I give you, I'll even give you a bag for your jackets if you just don't want to. He goes, no, 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 I'm good. I'm pretty comfy. And I just went, like my brain was just shorting out. <laughs> Where finally I was like, all right, but you only have five minutes, sir. That's just our policy. But in my head, I turned around and was like, what the hell? You know, you're just like, clearly yeah. this person's not here right now. Yep. Yeah. And, and as mean as I want to be. And there are times I've had to be, times I haven't had to be, but times I, you know, that was well and well deserved yep. where you go, it is, in the end, it is a business. You, yeah. Yeah, and you, yeah. And you have a persona to, to yeah. uphold and a yes. reputation to uphold. And if you don't um, handle it, you can try and handle it as nice as yes. you possibly can. But eventually, I mean, we've had times where we've had to, we go, all right, if you don't leave, I'm going to call it non-emergency. And, you know, mm-hmm. this is on you, but I gave you, you got a couple options. Mm-hmm. I have four, usually three options, and Alex knows my three options. Yeah, I do. I, yeah. Alex, know, Alex has seen do. me do it, but I go, I just end up going, you can either leave on your own. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know, I can call non-emergency, to, yep. and the cops can deal with you. Or option C is you stand here, I call the cops, and if you make this worse, half of my regulars are waiting to... to throw you out the door yes i mean but they won't but mind you they won't do so without you know like it was that only be if something got bad or you know but but most of the time you can pull the fake (laughs) phone call yeah you pull the fake phone call because he because you know it's almost i always feel bad if the cops gonna show up for something and because you know the second you end the phone because they go call them call them and then then they leave before the cops get there so you just go yeah i just fake phone call it most of the time that works it and it's the polite way to do it too. Where I'm like, okay, well, you chose, you chose this. Yep. And I'm, you know, everyone's giving me the smirk because they know I haven't even hit the talk button yet. Right. But and I did it right in front of them because clearly they're not there. Yep. You know, and then yeah. Hi, it's just you got to, uh, you said with the rock story, you got to, you have <laughs> people out front collecting rocks. Yep. It's, yeah. you know, I love, I love the location that we're in. And I, and maybe Alex, and maybe you do too. Maybe it's one of those things that, you know, it's always going to keep the day interesting. Um, But there's that aspect of being downtown too, where it's almost like, you know what though? Yeah, we're downtown and sometimes things are going to happen 
and but you know what? We're scrappy. We're yeah. we yeah. know we're scrappy, yeah. and, and you know what? And we can handle that. And we can still do a dinner service. We can still get through it. We can still have a great night. But also, I feel like it gives you like a little bit of that. But we scrappy. Yeah, we're it's still one scrappy. It's all right. We're we're nice, but we'll handle it. We will yeah, handle like, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah oh, I yeah. definitely remember downtown uh, when District first opened because I worked there, mm-hmm. and dealing with that like whole aspect of people and things mm-hmm. going on and it just being chaotic and something would happen with something and you're just like what in the hell is going on right now but you know yeah. right. just figured it out but and then got you become it. yep you you as the business and as the persona of the business you i mean even we've noticed it here when we first opened it was like what is it what's happening and then it was no we're gonna handle it and handle it and now it's few and far between at this point when when something happens because you know we just consistently handle it um and i imagine wisco's is the same way um i've eaten i've eaten at wisco's um many times and nothing i have never been to wisco's and and inside of wisco's had anything where the staff had to handle it but again i feel like it's probably because the staff handles it. Yeah, before yeah. It, before it gets <laughs> yeah. to, before yeah. it gets yeah, to before it even yeah. you know. Sometimes you know in the industry, you, like you see the you see the storm coming before it starts brewing. Yeah. Where yeah, other yeah. normal people like that don't work in the industry don't really see it, and we're like, oh wait wait, it's oh, right here. You see this? Yeah. Yep, yep. We need to shut this down now yeah. before yeah, yeah. Well, it gets to the point but, where it needs to be like. Before it becomes oh God, a four squad cars later. And but it's that part it's of the like, industry that I think, as a consumer, you don't see or realize when you're just yeah. out. For the evening eating dinner, you don't see those behind the scene things where yeah. the staff that are that are working in the establishment you're in have eyes everywhere. Oh yeah. You know, oh, yeah. managed oh, yeah. by good people, can see things before they become an issue. Um and I always we have a thing here where um I always take pride at the fact I, I will tell you we flooded. The river the river did its thing. Yeah, the downtown we, area flooding. And yeah. it flooded. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It flooded. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and yeah. I will tell you, we realized we are connected to the river. Uh, oh, yeah. We are very Real connected fast. to the river. Yeah, Real yeah, fast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you yeah. and you, uh, I actually, I've told a couple of people your story about, um, you know, you want to talk about passion in the, the workplace and, and having to roll up the punches. I mean, the fact that I was like, oh, so how'd you deal with, like, on, with, like, the pumps and the rest of that because you you have to deal with it mm-hmm. and you're like oh i slept here mm-hmm. and i went you slept here i go yeah. what, i go what you yeah. uh what, i go what slept in a restaurant yeah. before i go what you work the next day or do yeah, something yeah. to make sure exactly. things were fine what you uh can't, can't what'd you sleep, you know what'd you sleep in your oh i slept in the chair mm-hmm. and i was like well you've got you've got several sump pumps uh, all that work at different levels of water <laughs> and you don't yeah. want to burn one up and you don't want to let it go to to flood and and ruin you know you've got You've got the water heater, you've got the furnace, you've got uh, the entire soda system, you've got the walk-in, you've got the cooler, you've got condensers everywhere. And, you know, you don't want to let all that go. And so it's either you're here and you're watching it or you're not. But we remained open because we could. And my thought is, did it reach the customer? Does it reach the table? And and people just... It's really good to have, though. Like, yeah. to think, you know, you're thinking ahead to how... How I don't want anything to affect anything. So, like, mm-hmm. if I have to sacrifice something, I'm mm-hmm. going to because this is what I want to do. And when you and came up, yep. Do. And when you came upstairs, you had no idea 
Yeah. I had no idea what it was, except for mm. the occasional me running out to take a phone call <laughs> in, like, yeah, in yeah, boots. Just yeah. sprinting. <laughs> yeah. why, are you, why are you in galosh boots? <laughs> right. Don't worry about it. It's not a big thing. Don't worry. It's Speaking fine. Speaking of handling situations, Alex, I believe you were, yeah, you were there, I believe, uh, you were that, I think you were on shift at that, that night, um, and I won't name names of who it was that uh, I was sitting next to, because he used to do, uh, he would he would work on his his computer all day at district and he doesn't he doesn't live around here anymore but he the the beers the beers got on top of him but you it hit him must have hit him like all at once and he's sitting down and no joke he's sitting down and just goes leans back and wipes out directly backwards yeah. and yeah. everybody and of course there's not there wasn't a bunch of people in there at this point or anything yeah it was about later in the day but but everyone just went and immediately everyone was like all right so hey we need to call somebody for you. you know, give me your phone. We need to, you know, and yeah. and they had to, uh, they had to like, call, ended up calling mm-hmm. like his ex-girlfriend on. It was his ex-wife. <laughs> his ex, his, yeah, his ex. yeah he, it was crazy because he literally had just gotten divorced like a couple months before that. And like, he was just, uh, he was a producer for music and stuff in the, in the area. Yeah. And he, Wonderful he, producer. Yeah, he, he's a great human being. He just had a little bit too much to drink and mm-hmm. he fell backwards. And for some reason when he fell backwards, like, he just couldn't make words into sentences. And so then I was like running through the Rolodex of friends that like know him better than we know him. (laughs) So it's just like, who who's, and so then you have to call this person, this person calls this person, this person calls this person to finally get a hold of somebody to make sure he gets home safe. Yeah. It was, but like, that's part of the service industry. I was like, you know, we're, you know, like I've never actually worked with Ryan. Yeah. Actually we're one of the few, we've literally worked with everybody we know and never have worked together. Mm -hmm. Like cause Corey tank, Shane yep. again. Oh, every Brady, week. Every Brady. week. Brady. Hey, Brady. Shane. Travis, you go, you go down the line of, of people in a kitchen they've, that have all, and, and Sarah and I, we, you and I have talked about this before, knowing people who have worked mm-hmm. um, under and above each other in flip-flop situations. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where, yeah, where it's, it, there's, a, there's a picture, actually, from the district days. Oh, and, yeah. And it looks like, yeah. a, it looks like the A-team. <laughs> but it's, it was the all, A-team yeah, in there. They were all Hall of Famers. Yeah. And, like, and they all run kitchens until this day still yeah. still do. And it, But you're looking at it, and you're like, how did you all work together? <laughs> you know, I think the crazy thing is, is like in the moment, like working together with all those guys and like they're all wonderful and they've all are still doing wonderful things. Um, a lot of them now moving in the direction that I've moved to do things. Um, I could definitely still work with them, but I think it'd be a little bit more difficult because I definitely don't think like I used to, like being a, just a line cook or just like a kitchen manager, assistant kitchen manager, like seeing the whole big picture the gm side so, of yeah, things in your I th- head. Yeah, yeah i think it'd be it'd be hard for some of me to work with some of them but it also would be amazing to work with them again oh I would yeah love every yeah second that, pi- that picture always makes awesome. me smile speaking of uh the going back to sleeping sleeping in a restaurant or bar situation <laughs> do you remember uh, a certain kid who slept underneath the prep table in the basement district because it was his birthday the night before he was a, I don't know, a short little guy that Move, I think somewhere out west, but uh, Brian Payne found him underneath the. Yeah, I do remember, I do remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was a quite a few times I've I've definitely at the district, so the the prep kitchen is downstairs. I've woken up on that prep table, or I have woken up in the office, like laying on the desk across the desk, or they had this big wicker chair that I'd pass out in. Uh, there was, <laughs> and it wasn't even just like I had like something I had to be there for tomorrow. 
I was just like, I'd been there for 15 hours, and after just 20 minutes of having beers, I just couldn't physically move anymore. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So. And, well, and you, at that point, too, you were living, out, like, out of town, so. Yeah. So it was, if I have to be back right away, I'm either going to stand somebody's couch, or I'm going to, yep. I'm going to, you know, button up on this prep table. Yeah. But he, uh, yeah, that kid had just, you know, it was one of those, he had his remember. Water Street birthday. And, uh, what and. What his name? I can't remember it. No, I can't remember either, but <laughs> he woke up down the day. side of the. He woke up down. He's pretty lucky, actually, because he must have went to take a leak off the bike trail and sure. took the old tumble down and woke up oh. right next to a, like a hobo camp. Sure. And then like, and he didn't have any of his stuff. So, you know, you're in that haze. The only place, once again, call if you want to call work a family, the only place he knew was home. So yep. he went and punched in the code, you know, locked, yep. and then locked the door behind him, went down and covered up under the prep table. Yep. Brian Payne went down there and was like, oh, oh, geez, what are you, yep. you're, what are you doing under there? Yep. Then he had to go home and then come back and go to work. Yep. <laughs> it's, yeah. you know, I also, I often wonder, um, the young kids that work at these places now, <laughs> if what kind of stories they're going to have. And I, uh, I, I also think that they're, I just don't think that, that kids now, young people now are going to have some of the same stories that never. we did because we no, grew up no. in a time they where no. looking back, I mean, looking back on our, on my childhood, so many things I'm like, that shouldn't have happened. Yeah. yeah. Period. I always explain to people that like growing up, like in a kitchen, <laughs> I was, you know, I was like 16, 17 working on a line and like I, the people that work on the line, you know, would have been like 20 in their early 20s, mm-hmm. some of them in their 40s. Yep. You know, they get mad about something. They throw a hot pan at you or scream at you for something. Like, like nowadays, pans. like that, like that's not a thing anymore. Like, no. and like, and it, it's it's not a bad thing that it's not Correct. like that. It's not a bad thing Correct. by any means. Nope, I'm not discounting that. But they yep. will never have the same memories of me being like, I am not going to mess this dish up because Jose is going to throw fucking three, three yes. pans at me from across oh, the right. kitchen because oh. I messed up this tiny little piece right here and yes. I will never do that again because I know that. Yeah, uh, I, know that yep. I had a uh, second job at the time. I was I was working down on water at a pizza joint and then I was also working at Milwaukee Burger Company with, uh, who, who was there? You had, we had Travis... Lacrise Tank, Brady, obviously Brady because he's been there forever. Migo, Gordon mm, Altizer. Amigo. I love Migo. Uh, yeah, yeah, and Migo, I, he always seemed so grumpy to me that it took me like five months of him throwing pans because I did dishes. Yeah. I did dishes. It's a great and man. Pre- it's a great man. No, great what, man. You think he's mad did, all the time? It's yeah, not. dishes and di- <laughs> dishes and prep. And, and so I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden this sauce because he would always be on saute, and all of a sudden this pan would just come flying into the back and it's steaming. Yeah. And then finally one day... So I'm saying caliente. Just caliente, be like... Just let it fly. It. Yeah. And, uh, and then one day I turned around and I was not in a good mood that day. Um, and I finally turned around came up with a pan. I go, next time you next time you throw this, I'm going to come back and I'm going to hit you with it. <laughs> I go, because that time it did hit my hand, but it just grazed it. Yep. But I go, next time it happens, I'm going to bring it back to you. And I was just, you know, mm-hmm. and I was like was twenty. It. I was like twenty-two, just you know, p- pissy. Yeah. And he, and then after that, it was literally my next shift. He comes back because he had been cutting cheese curds, and he's like, "Brought you some cheese curds and some coffee." <laughs> yeah. and, and I was just like, "It's like, man, I just thought you hated me." He goes, "I was just testing you." 
And I was like, yeah. it's a hell of a way to test me, man. Yeah. He's like, I was wondering yeah. when you were going to say something to me about it. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. Amigo, though. No, 100%. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he's, he's somebody he's a, everyone's worked with. Yeah, I mean, he's one of those people that, you know, no matter what, like, if he's worked with you and, like, he respects you and likes you, like, you're family to him regardless. Um, I mean, there's been times I've been invited from him to, like, Kinsey's and birthday parties and, like, just think Christmas parties and family mm-hmm. get-togethers because, like, He's just that type of person, but like he will definitely be the person to be like, I'm gonna see how far I can push this. Oh, I'm sure and that, like honestly, sure for, the, be, for the five years uh, that I've known him, I think his English has gotten worse. Yeah, <laughs> and it's for something that is the craziest thing in the world. And like he, he was like, "There's no way," and I'd be like, "No, like every year, it's like it gets worse." He knows really he's faking it. <laughs> so yes, like, faking what's going on? It. Yes. He, he either he, either, he, was, he either was faking English before, or now is just doing that. Like when you don't want to listen to somebody, you pretend you can't hear him. Yep. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, I come yeah. from a family of fakers. Yeah, Don't yeah. worry. Yeah, I'm sure it's a, th- it's a real thing. Well, I, I, I'm sure too. The uh, the glass half full and half empty of that is. I'm sure there are plenty of people who are not in the service industry who thought they wanted to be after they went through the the Migo test. Yeah. I'm sure there yeah. are people who are like still still are cursing his name because he he tested them and they couldn't they couldn't mm-hmm. handle it or couldn't stand up for themselves. Yep. But that also, I mean. Hey, I'm sitting here talking about it. It definitely changed my perspective a little bit. When I went, all right, if you want something done, you got to do it. You got to, you know, say something about it. Don't don't just complain about it, type of thing. And, but yeah, once again, wonderful guy. But his, yeah, there, there's just too many stories about him. That's for sure. But, yeah. And well, Alex, I'd, I'd asked you too, and I well, I mean, I I know it, but you growing up in the area and your dad having just. Just retired. Retirement in this industry just <laughs> seems like it's not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no. No. Uh, I've, you know, honestly, like, that's, uh, that's a really good question. Um, I think that if I – I think retirement in the industry would be really hard. Just not only personally, but just being in the industry as long as I have been. Mm-hmm. Even if I wasn't in management, I think I'd still have to hold on to go back to my roots and just be like, I'll be a dishwasher. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, I whatever just, it I takes, I'm like, I got to be a part of this. Like, this is yeah. what I like. Like, you know, yeah. sometimes it's really hard, sometimes it's really easy, but like retirement, I don't think that's ever going to well, happen. Well, yeah, well, that's why you have those, uh, well, coming from a different different age, like my, my gramps, uh, you know, God bless him, he still goes out, he's 90, and he still go, wakes up at 4.30 in the morning, eats breakfast, goes out to the farm till noon, comes home for lunch, then goes back out to help my uncles. And he doesn't have to do it. He just, yeah. like, he needs to do something. Mm-hmm. I worked with my, one of my first jobs, and my only real real fast food job was at the Wendy's that used to be on Hastings. And it was all young people except for this one, like, the sweetest old, like, grandma-looking lady. Mm-hmm. And she would work, like, two days a week for, like, three hours apiece. Yep. And I remember just being like, oh, I felt bad for her. And then I walked outside one day. To uh, to smoke a cigarette at the age of fifteen and a half. <laughs> I mean, but but uh, and I see her get into and this is right when the Escalades first came out, get into this like emerald green Escalade, and I was like, yeah, like I thought, I go, wow, is that yours? She goes, yeah, I'm retired. I just uh, she goes, I worked in uh, in the food industry for a very long time, and I she goes, I know it's just fast food, you know, but shout out to fast food workers as well, but. Um, she goes, I just needed to be a part of something. She yep. goes, I couldn't. She wasn't a widow. It, was, it wasn't like yep. she was lonely. She goes, I just, I don't know what to do with myself. And I go, yeah. Yeah. I, it was like looking into the future, though, where I'm like, no, no. Like, that, that'd be yeah. me. Like, it's it, like you can't turn off the chaos. And to, That's like, not have the that. chaos, like, 
to live without the chaos of what it is. And some days it's slow and sometimes it's really fast. But, you know, the chaos, you have to have it when you're in it. And when you're in the chaos, the chaos is you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that's a, it's oh, true. that's very that's philosophical a, yeah. right there. Yeah. That's oh, the I don't know how I got the there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Podcast yeah, yeah. tagline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Living in a chaos. But no, it's ha- true, though. No, it, yeah. no, it really yeah. is. It's true. It's I like don't know how to live any other way. No, honestly. and when things aren't chaotic, I'm the most worried. worried. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that, that's that's the scariest thing too. That's like if you ask somebody, but nothing's going on. Too well. This is not weird. This is weird. If you ask yeah. somebody if, when they're in a relationship and you go, "How are you and so and so?" and you go, they just they look at you and they go, "Ah, I mean, we're fine. Yeah, good, I guess." And I'd be like, "What do you mean?" They're like, "Well, nothing wrong." Mm-hmm. I go, "Okay, something's wrong." <laughs> yeah. No, I go, "Quiet is too quiet. It's like it's like falling asleep yep. without a fan." I go, "I yeah. can't." Always the most quiet. People yeah. used to ask me how I lived in Chicago with it being, you know, constantly running. Yeah. Every, you know, you're going to bed. Someone's waking up. I yeah. go. There are nights that I, like I miss that noise. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, we have the Absolutely. with the fiber optic guys outside. <laughs> I can fall back asleep. To, they're right outside our window doing all the line work. Yep. Seven in the morning, but I can fall asleep to a constantly running yep. engine. Absolutely. Just because I'm like, I'd rather have the noise than dead quiet. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Well, Alex, uh, I want to tell you. Obviously, I love you, brother, but. I uh, appreciate you taking the time to come on and share some stories with us. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's really good to see you, Alex. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Awesome Thank you for your here. time. Yep. Thanks, Thanks for, for having listening. me. Yep.